Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And I hope you're having a great day today wherever you are listening from and whatever podcast site that you're listening on. I would like to ask you if you're listening on uh, YouTube, if you would uh, like and subscribe, or if you're on any of the other podcast sites, if you would please just follow, push the follow button, and uh, it lets us know that we're helping somebody, and that's our whole intention, is to try to be a help, try to be a blessing, to someone that's listening. All right. We we wanted to uh, bring a little thought to you here uh, this morning, and I want to talk to you a little while. And I first of all want to ask you, have you ever uh, sometimes thought in yourself that, man, I have sure made a mess of things. I made a mess out of my life, so I guess I'll have to get myself out. That's kind of a common way of, of people thinking, I made the mess, I'll try to get myself out of this problem. But that's not so easily done. Uh, hardly any, I started to say uh, many times, but hardly any time. But I want to talk to you about today and use this as a title that if your life is a mess, God can still bless so if you feel like your life, uh, you've made a mess out of your life and brought problems upon yourself, I just want you to know this morning that God still loves you and God still can bless you. I want to talk to you a little bit about a man today that we've often heard Bible readers have and you've heard sermons preached. And here's a phrase that you may hear a lot of times. Uh, from preachers when they preach. And, and let me quote this. I am the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. I know that if you've been in church a lot or if you have uh, read the scripture yourself, you've either read or heard that phrase. And yes, God did say that. God's word says it. I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But I want you to look at Jacob's life. Jacob was a twin, and he had a brother by the name of Esau. Now, Esau uh, was the firstborn uh, child. And if you know anything about Bible times, that the, the eldest son uh, would receive the birthright and almost always also he would receive the blessing from his father. So if there was 10 children, the eldest son got the birthright and usually the blessing. And uh, the rest, uh, they might have got a small blessing, but not the birthright. So uh, Jacob here is a man, and I, I'll give you some scriptures to prove this and back it up. Jacob had spent a lifetime 
trying to alter his destiny. Now, that's what a lot of us do, I feel. We spend our whole life trying to alter or change our destiny. And he was a man that was born second in a time when only the firstborn received his father's birthright and blessing. Jacob was a man that uh, deceived, lied, or done whatever it took to try to gain his father's blessing anyway. And through deceit and lies, he eventually succeeded. He had to, but it came at a great cost. He had to flee from his brother's anger. And uh, he had cheated his brother twice. He ran away, leaving a divided family and a long trail of deception. So I'm going to show you a couple of these places in the scripture. First of all, I want to look at Genesis chapter number uh, 25 here this morning. And the Bible said in verse uh, number 29, Jacob had sawed pottage. And Esau came in from the field, and he was faint. He was very hungry. Esau said to Jacob, now that's his twin brother, feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. And therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. So Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? And he swear uh, to his brother that day and sold, you look at verse 33, he sold his birthright to Jacob. So he sold his birthright for a bowl of pottage. And the Bible said, Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils. And then he did eat and drink. He rose up, went his way, and he despised his birthright. So that's pretty low to stoop uh, with your own brother to say, I'll feed you when you're about to starve to death, but only if you first sell me your birthright. So we see that happening. Then if we go over into chapter number 27, you'd have to read a lot here, but starting at verse 18 down through about 30. Well, actually the first verse said that Isaac's eyes were dim, he could not see. But he called for Esau and said, go bring me some of that savory venison. And when you do, I will bless you. So his mother, Rebecca, heard it and she made a plan. She told her brother, go out and find one of the kids, or in other words, a goat. Bring it to me and said, we'll kill it and feed your father because he's about to give the blessing away. Now, he'd already stole the birthright. Now he's about to steal the blessing. And of course, he went, found one of those. I mean, it was pinned up. It was in the stall. He goes out and kills it and dresses it and fixes the food, gives it to his father. And then Esau comes in from the field 
And Esau says, here I am, I brought you the venison. And he said, uh, well, someone else has already been here and I've already gave them the blessing. Now, I, I left out some good stuff there. I do want to, I'll tell you this real quickly. Uh, Isaac asked uh, Jacob, how'd you get here so quick? He told another lie. He said, the Lord brought it to me. The Lord didn't bring it to him. He went out and got it because it was uh, in the, the field or in the uh, stall, I imagine. And while his brother was hunting for one. And then the Bible said he had just barely gone out and received the blessing. Here's Esau. And his father said, who are you? And he said, I'm your son Esau. So then uh, Isaac said, well, I just blessed someone. I've already gave them the blessing. So there it was that Jacob one more time had supplanted. Let's, let's look at verse 36 of Genesis 27. This is what Esau said. Is not he rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright and behold, now he hath taken away my blessing. How, he said, hast thou uh, not reserved a blessing for me? So he asked his father and his father gave him what blessing uh, that he could that was left. But the blessing had already uh, been given to his brother. So we see here that he, that Jacob in his trying to alter God's plan, alter God's destiny, he had made a real mess of things and caused a lot of family troubles. So he began to run. He ran for his life because his brother was so angry that Esau said, if I find him, I'll kill him. It brought great problems. So I want to say this to you today. You don't have to try to force your way or connive your way or trick your way to get God's blessings. God's blessings are already yours. He loves you. And he's already got a blessing reserved for you. But now Jacob's running for his life. And the Bible said he came to a place in verse uh, 11 of Genesis 27. And he laid down and made a, a pillow out of a, a stone. And he dreamed a dream. He saw a ladder that reached from the earth to the heavens with angels ascending and descending. And then in verse 13, he said this, he said, and he saw the Lord above the top of the ladder saying, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, thy father, the God of Isaac. And he, he goes on to tell him, uh, the land that you ha are on, I'm going to give it to you. Verse 15, he said, I'm with thee. Also in verse 15, he said, I will keep thee. Verse 16, then Jacob awakes and he said, surely the Lord is in this place. He was dreadfully afraid and said, this is none other than the house of God and the gate of heaven. And he called the name of the place 
Bethel. So you see, all the problems that had come his way were brought on by his own deceit and lies and trickery and cunningness to deceive his own brother. And thinking that he's going to get one step ahead. Uh, I'm going to get the birthright. I'm going to get the blessing. I know it's not mine, but I'm going to get it. So I guess my whole point is, look, don't look at somebody else and say, looks like God's got his blessing him or God's doing great things with him. God will do the same thing for you every time. You don't have to try to cheat or anything else. He told him when he saw him on the ladder that day, he said, I'm with you. I'll bless you. If you'll just, all he had to do is just believe God. So today, this morning, put your trust in the Lord. Don't try to push your own agenda. Don't try uh, to force God's hand to bless you. Don't try to step in ahead of somebody else's blessing. If somebody else is getting blessed, pray for them, be thankful for them, and be grateful for them. And God's got a blessing just around the corner for you just as well. Now, after all of this had took place, uh, the Bible said that uh, Jacob, of course, or I mean, excuse me, Esau, of course, was still coming after him relentlessly, going to kill him. And in verse uh, 1 of chapter 34, he came with 400 men. He was on his way to kill his brother. But his brother, after he went to the house of God, after he had sought God, God gave him the dream. And God said, I'll bless you anyway. He had a change of heart. And of course, uh, uh, then he wrestled with an angel. And he wrestled all night long. And the angel said, turn me loose. Hey, I've been talking to you about Jacob wanted a blessing, right? You remember what he said? If you're a Bible reader, he said, I'll not turn you loose until you bless me. Then he said, what's your name? He said, my name is Jacob. The angel said, you'll not be called Jacob anymore because that word meant supplanter, deceiver. He said, from now on, you're going to be called Israel, which is a prince with God and with men. God changed his name. God changed his attitude and God changed his outlook. So after this great change, it took place. In chapter 33, the Bible said that that Jacob put the handmaidens, in, and so he tells how he put them, some in the forefront, some in the rearward position, and he put his children and everything out there. And the Bible said that he passed over before them, and he bowed himself to the ground seven times until his brother came near to him. Looking for certain death, it brought a change in the heart of Esau, his twin brother. And Esau, verse 4, said it ran, he ran to meet him. And he embraced him. And he fell on his neck and kissed him. And they wept. After that, he looked and saw the women and children. And he said in verse 5, who are these? 
And then he began to tell them that that was his family, his family that he never got to meet because of his brother trying to get a little bit ahead. So my, my thought title today was, and I told you at the beginning, if you made a mess out of your life, can God bless? I want to say yes. Don't matter what kind of mess you've made of things, God still can bless you. God can turn you around. He can turn your life around. I don't care if it's caused family troubles. I don't care if it's brought financial troubles, spiritual troubles. It doesn't matter what it is. If you'll just believe God and trust God, God can bless the mess that you have made of your life. Amen. So uh, before we go off this podcast, uh, I just want to say this. I want to tell you today that God does have a blessing. He wants to bless you. More than you want to be blessed, God wants to bless you. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's what the Bible said. So I'm going to pray with you right now real quickly. And I don't know if you're driving a car or if you're at home or wherever. But if you're able to pray with me, even driving a car, just keep your eyes on the road and pray with me to yourself. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I know I'm talking to folks out there that possibly their life is in a complete disarray, complete mess, terrible situations in their life. But God, even though the devil's told them they can never get a blessing, I know that you have a blessing just for them. Would you bless them? Let your blessings rest on them today. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. This is Pastor David Miller, and I hope you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. God's blessings to all of you. Thank you.